0: Hey, everybody, it's Chris Aiken here, just reminding you that all of my books are available on sale over at ChrisAikenbooks.com. And for you dummies that can't spell my last name, that's A-K-I-N, so C-H-R-I-S-A-K-I-N, B-O-O-K-S.com. Get them. Whether you want the fun musical stuff or you want the depressing divorce and burn accident stuff, it's all there. So go to chrisaikenbooks.com.
1: Here, man, let's get our first guest in here since we're ready to roll with this awesome uh, why not we got tonight? So, uh, let's welcome to Tremors. You know, this guy is actually a familiar face and voice, uh, to Aftershocks. Yeah, uh, we spoke to him uh, about a month or so ago, about a month or two ago. Yeah. Uh, he fronts another band, a Canadian symphonic metal band called Osiren, and uh, he's here to talk about his other band. This is a much different band, it's a, more of a hard rock, sort of 80s bluesy type of rock thing. We got Mr. Reed Alton here from in vertigo what's up reed nice to see you again man hey, nice to see
2: you guys thanks for having me on
1: of course man yeah you know um first off man i just want to say you know uh before we were gonna you know have you guys on chris here he sent me a link to the sex loving chaos ep you guys just put out man i listened to it i loved it i had no idea though that you were in both bands man that this, you were in, the, in vertigo so it was kind of a surprise to us man it was awesome but i mean uh yeah, it's great to see, man. Great album, man. We love it. Uh, musically, it's got, like I said, that good old solid heavy rock and roll mixture between that sort of L- Eddie's LA sound with the heavy uh, blues infused rock, uh, sort of along to, like the old Rolling Stones type of stuff. So, man, we, we love it, man. Um, my first thought when I heard it was, you know, it has a lot of that really modern rock sound, like you know, Scorpion Child and Crobot and Dirty Honey. It's even, and even like a bit, ba- you know, you got a couple of bands up in Canada like Priestess and Monster Truck. You know, it's got that kind of similar sound. But the one thing that really stuck out to me really is your vocals, man. I mean, it really balances out perfectly, I think, with the music. like You don't overdo it. You know, a lot of times with that kind of music, you see a lot of, uh, you know, singers try to really just, you know, show off and show that they can hit high notes and so forth. But, man, you, you I think you, the way you do it is perfectly. You never overdo it unless you have that space where you're allowed to, where it's just you and your voice, and then you really let it shine. I mean, so, I mean, do you sort of, like, as a vocalist, you know, that has the ability to go there when you want, I mean – Are you conscious of doing that, or is just sort of the way it naturally comes out when you sing?
2: Um, You know, a little bit of both. Um, You know, especially at the beginning of my career and uh, with the different bands I was in, um, whether it was rock or metal or anything like that, I always was trying to just, you know, jack off all the time and just (laughs) get all those notes and stuff. And and quite frankly, um, you know, at the time, maybe it's just inexperience or just, you know, lack of like knowing how to songwrite or, or uh, you know what have you? But I definitely want to say that um, it's not that I tone it down. It's just I'm serving the song as okay. as one. in Invertigo, we're all hell of uh, of players, um, and uh, you know we can do tons of stuff. We can honestly, you know, Shaddy can shred. Uh, Duncan's a, a mastermind when it comes to uh, to music. Uh, we could all just go over the top if we wanted to. But it's not you know it's about serving the song. It's about making sure the song is the number one priority. Um so if there's ever a moment that I gotta belt out a high scream or do something that maybe is just you know a little bit more crazier or, or on the edge, then that's what the song calls for. I don't think that it's um you know necessarily any one of us just trying to 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 show off. Cause you know that really nowadays, I mean maybe maybe in the 80s it was cool, but nowadays people just look at you and they go, oh, nah man, that just yeah.
1: that <laughs> right. <laughs> no, it's all I mean I mean that's the thing too. And I, I mean, you know, I'll just give a good example, you know, too, with your band. Um because like uh, the song that sticks in my hand is Chains. You know, I think that's a great song. I mean, I, that even was in my head like a week after I'd heard it, it kind of came back, you know, and that's and that's right there. When it's got staying power like that, I think it really tells you something. And uh, yeah, I'll just like use the example with you guys, because like I said, you guys, it's it's got that sound, but it's also got that harder edge. You know, like I'll, I'll use a band, like I said, I'll use, you know, uh, Monster Truck, for example. Um, you know, I love that band, but I will say the last couple of albums They've kind of toned it down a bit. I think their edge has been coming a little bit more clean, a little more commercial sounding. And it does come out a little bit more forced, you know. And the sound that you guys have, like I guess it's catchy, but it doesn't lose that harder edge. So I mean, it's, you know, for this kind of music, it's it's how do you sort of like put your own spin on it where it doesn't sound like those other bands, you know, because that is really something that's really hard to pull off. I mean, you know, with this kind of music, but you guys definitely do it.
2: Yeah, thanks, man. I mean, honestly, shout out to Monster Truck. They're Canadian, uh, just yeah. like ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um And uh, I've seen Monster Truck a couple of times. Um, obviously, a lot of bands that kind of go a little bit more commercial or maybe polish their sound. Um, I, I, the experiences I've seen and the shows I've seen, they don't lack in the live department. They still sound like you know, 110% mm-hmm. of full throttle rock and roll. Um, but I think that you get to a certain point where, um, you know, you either stay on the tracks that you're on, and maybe that does take you somewhere and that and that gets you to maybe where you're wanting to go or, or maybe you want to see where it goes. And then I think some people have the opportunity to see they switch the tracks and, and go a different route, if maybe they can, um, you know, reap a little bit more reward or maybe they can explore some new things they can never explore. Um, I'm sure everyone has the reasons. I know for Invertigo, we're uh, nowhere near necessarily the status or the, uh, the level that Monster Truck are at. But um, we're we're doing it strictly for the rock and roll. Um, we party uh, like a rock and roll band. Uh, we party <laughs> with, we party with our fans. Uh, all of our right. fan base is, is earned through touring. We've done four hundred shows um over the last uh, three or four years just of touring, um and and constantly gigging and and really just kind of doing it the old school way, which is not really seen a lot of nowadays. But um, mm. yeah, that's that's kind of like what we do. Is we're just we're just full throttle. Um, you know, no bullshit rock and roll. And we want to stick to it. You know what I mean? We don't want to be too polished. We don't want to be too commercial, I guess you could say.
0: Right. Reid, where, where's the balance for you between Invertigo and o Because Osiren, siren as much as I love Osiren, Osiren feels like it's your serious band where like you have like a, a serious attitude toward it where like you just said, this is kind of like the party band. Does one have a... A weight over the other as far as which one you put more energy into or more emphasis to try and quote-unquote make it with or or do you just treat them differently and see where it
2: where it takes you um well first off uh the balance is uh the whiskey that's in this coffee right now uh, the balance that kind of keeps me uh, sane i guess you could say um but no you know what i put in 110 percent to everything i'm doing whether it's both bands um or or if i'm just filling in for something or if i'm it doesn't matter um they they both itch something that's that's unique and different in different facets of maybe what i i'm inspired by or that i want to do um you know there's a lot of things in vertigo that uh oh sorry just never do not that maybe that they can't but just it's just something that the, the band does not want to go in that direction and vice versa and i think with um finding that balance it's uh, the hardest thing for me is the thing that's kind of plagued me is I've always been compared to a metal singer when I'm doing the rock stuff and a rock singer compared to the metal stuff. Right. Um, and uh, you know, maybe, maybe that's something that, that um, hampers both, both bands and they can tell me to go fuck off one day and I won't be invited to any, any weddings or, or any, or mitzvahs and stuff like that. But um, maybe that's the thing that, that separates both bands, maybe takes them somewhere. You know, I'm not looking to, Um, make it with one band or the other I'm looking to make it as you know that next up becoming uh, singer you know that next heavy metal hard rock vocalist that that makes an impact uh, in a scene and in a world right now that's really lacking in a lot of a lot of areas and um, I'm I'm planning on doing it with both Um, Mm -hmm. so that's that's kind of how I go about it and of course the you
0: know the whiskey and all that kind <laughs> <of> stuff, <laughs> right? Well, wh- which side is is your passion more on? Are you more of a rock guy or are you more of a prog
2: guy? Um, to be frank with you, probably um, alternative gospel opera is probably the <laughs> go for. um, no nah, man, I mean, honestly, uh, I don't mean either which way, they really are kind of a per- personality split, almost like a uh um two sides of a coin i guess you could say um you know i I guess uh they just it's both ways for me to kind of showcase what i can do if you listen to both uh bands especially sex love and chaos where i'm I'm really trying to push myself in different ways and maybe i haven't in the past um you know that's that's kind of you know the two-sided coin there is i'm I'm just kind of showing two sides of what i can do and and what i'm all about so
0: very cool cool man yeah. Cool, man. Well, um, uh, Reed, you know, you're I'm sure you're you're um, infinitely aware of the band Dirty Honey that's out there. And they're they're obviously having a lot of success. I think you guys are heavier than them musically. Yeah. But but the same audience, I think, would like what you do that likes what they do. And what's unique about them is that they have been able to do it without some big label pushing them. You know, they're they're unless I'm wrong, they're not even signed. They're they're independent they're a true independent that's having impact at radio and whatnot. Do you see that as kind of the direction or the future you'd like to go with in Vertigo where you could push it yourself and basically maintain the full control of it yourself? Or would you like to find you know, like we, we just talked to a band South of Eden the other day that just signed to uh, universal, you know, that's a very similar style, but they've got the universal machine pushing. If you add your druthers, which, which would it be for you to maintain the independence and push it yourself or to have the machine take it so that you could just concentrate on the music?
2: Um, good question there, Chris. Um, honestly, uh, I feel like if you had like a Lava Records that has Greta Van Fleet, and Greta Van Fleet seems to have, from what I can tell, full creative control. Because if it was up to the label, maybe they wouldn't want to have another Led Zeppelin out there. But um, they they wanted to um, do their style, their songs, their way, and uh, they have a label behind them that helped back them. And I think that that was a perfect recipe. Uh, with Dirty Honey, which I I started listening to probably a year ago. Uh, I have some friends. Uh, and musicians that are in a band down in california and they actually showed me them because as they were making kind of headway uh, in california dirty honey uh, on the radio they they brought it to my attention just because dirty honey doesn't have the same uh, necessarily um, kind of pull or kind of uh, buzz around them maybe up in canada uh, unless you search for them or that you're in that kind of world and you're kind of immersed into it but um, I think for us, we're not looking at a label. We're not hoping for a label. Uh, we're signed to an Italian independent label right now called Rock Shots Records, right. um, which kind of helps with distribution and uh, getting our name out there, especially in Europe. But um, I think for us, the dream would just be to just do what we do, um, You know, have no apologies, um, just go balls to the wall. And then if some label comes knocking – down, down the road that wants to size and give us that push and would genuinely like to see us just kind of push our sound and our music in the direction we're going, then fucking ape. But at the same time, um, we're not going to necessarily like sell out or, or kind of have to ha- have the label whispering in our ear on a certain direction we have to go um, just to kind of climb that next ladder. You know, I don't know uh, maybe one day, maybe if we're sick and tired after however many years, but not right now, right now it's just uh, do it our way. And uh, and see what happens, you know.
1: Cool. Yeah. Do you guys uh, read? Do you guys are you recording or writing any music right now within Vertigo?
2: Oh yeah. yeah. Um, so Sex, Love, and Chaos. The story behind that is uh, we we recorded a six song demo uh, with those four songs uh, as well as two other songs that didn't quite we didn't feel quite made like would wouldn't have made the the final cut. So we just called them the last cuts. And they're on the CD and we did that independently uh, and just kind of toured around Western Canada and uh, we sold out of, of those CDs. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and then we got the, the contract there and, and signed with Rock Shots and they wanted us to kind of do a proper release worldwide online streaming, all that crap. Cause uh, for the first three years of the band, we refused to kind of go on to that route of streaming and stuff. We wanted to really just kind of do it the old punk underground way, really rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And, um, so what we did was we uh we just threw those exact same like, the four songs off of that original CD we threw onto this release Sex Love and Chaos that now everyone's heard. And um during that time, the about a year and a half, two years that all this was going on, uh, we've written um uh, more songs and demo more songs, as well as been writing pretty much, I guess you could say like our first full-length record and then maybe some. Like we've probably got 25 songs ready to go. Wow. Um Or at least in the works right now, um, that are that are kind of like we're we're proud of and we are you know we're looking forward to eventually releasing. So it's we're we're waiting for COVID to kind of just you know kick the bucket and um, and and get back on the saddle because we tour and gig a lot and uh, it's been really hard not to kind of push ourselves the way that we have been. We have you know especially because we're not necessarily a band that's been thriving uh, doing the online route. We've been doing it the kind of the old school way.
1: Sure. How, you know, once uh, COVID does go away and we've, we're we back to going to, you know, playing, going to see live music, how, how are you going to be able to balance, I would say, Osiris you know, and, and Inverto cause you, I mean, obviously both bands are going to want to get out there and tour like crazy because you've got new records for both that, you know, you want to get out to the fans. Um, I mean, is that, you see that being a much of a challenge or it's more of just like, Hey, that means I got more work and that makes me happy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um- <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm always down uh, to be doing shows and, and performing and writing. It's it's what I live to do and and uh, all that stuff. I think it's two things. One, I've been doing it for 4 years already. I've been in both bands for 4 years. Okay. Um, and I and I've been able to make it work, not without hiccups, not without um, you know, a few uh, schedule clash uh, clashes, but it all ultimately comes down to the people that I'm in bands with. Um, you know, it's it's the people you surround yourself with, the people that are um, understanding, patient, and are just as supportive of me as I am of them, and I think that that's kind of the perfect recipe for why this works. Is that both band, like both bands, have partied together? Uh, They've come to each other's shows. Um, you know, they have been supportive, and uh, I think that's kind of the the right kind of thing if you're going to make that work. I'm not. I'm not like Corey Taylor, you know, who's able to be like <laughs> uh, Stone Sour, you know, mm. and kind of dictate whatever he wants to do. I'm. I'm kind of at the mercy of whatever's kind of in front of me. And um, it has been a struggle in the past and it does uh, cause a little bit of stress uh, time to time. But you know what? Uh, Without adversity and without uh, those roadblocks in the way, you're not going to become a better musician. You're not going to become a better performer or uh, a time management kind of, you know, kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Definitely. Mm-hmm. So
0: so what you're saying is in a month I'm not going to get another email from John Asher saying, <laughs> Hey, here's this math metal deathcore band featuring Reed from these other bands.
2: Oh, that's my boy Skullhawk. Yeah, you'll see that pretty soon.
0: That'll be pretty <laughs> <laughs> Very cool, man. Awesome. Well, dude, we are we are definitely fans of both bands, Osiren and Invertigo. Um, why don't you throw out the plugs where people can keep up with both of the bands and um check you out and hear the music?
2: Cool. Well, yeah, I mean, um, I know you guys can always just go look up Osiron. O-S-Y-R-O-N. They're O N. They're they're all over the Internet there, and they're the only things spelt like that on the Internet. But when it comes to Invertigo, uh, we're heavy into our social media. We love to document our parties, our tours, uh, our writing process, all that stuff. Um, so you can just go look up Get Invertigo. Uh, that's like our Instagram or Facebook. Um, Invertigoband.com is our website um you know we're also on bands in town um obviously whenever you know COVID's done and we can go back to touring you'll you'll probably see all the updates there and um I really just highly suggest people just kind of you know because we we're not faking anything when, our doc, when we're documenting our, our, our lives and our, our music on social media we're really uh trying to be as transparent as possible and um I think it's a, maybe a fun thing to go check out is just our Instagram and really kind of see what we're all about and see kind of what we do and, and how we live and then that way, when you go come see us live eventually, and you get to know us, uh, you could be in those photos, you could be in those videos, you know, and you could be part of the part of the movement that we're just trying to to create uh, as a band, you know. Absolutely, man. Yeah.
0: Well, Reed, um, we definitely appreciate you taking the time, man, and good luck with it, man. We we continue to hope it does well, and we'll continue
2: to keep pushing it, man. Yeah, man. Okay. I also just want to say too, there, Chris. Um, there's a guy uh, in Calgary named Bruce who's a big supporter of both bands that I'm in, and is uh, becoming a good friend. And uh, he's been following you for years. And uh, <laughs> I, uh, I didn't even tell him that I was uh, I was doing any of these uh, interviews. And he said that he heard the Osirian one. And he was, just, he was like, oh my God, fuck, man, I've been, I've been following Chris forever, man. And blah, 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 blah. But it's a shout to, out to Bruce there. Uh, he's an absolute gem and a true testament of the Calgary music scene here with rock and metal. And, um, you know, and a supporter of you as well, both of you guys. <laughs>
0: Well, Bruce, get better heroes than me, for God's sakes. Jesus. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: all right, Reed, man. Thanks so much for coming on, man. Take care, be- Reed. See you guys.
1: All yeah. right, bro. Take care. Thanks for listening to Aftershocks. For more episodes, go to our website at www.aftershockspodcast.com. Visit us on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages for more news and information on the podcast. And be sure to subscribe, listen to, and review all episodes on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other podcast platforms. For your music listening pleasure, visit our website or go to www.shockwavesradio.com for all comments and questions. Please email us at info at aftershockspodcast.com.